You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Bringing you a slice of what we call 21st Century Black Radio each week, which is a mix of old and new school music representing the international black diaspora of hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and more, as well as news, commentary, and at times some interviews here and there. After a little bit of a period of time where we've been wrapped up with a lot of work and traveling, we're back for a fresh live news show to bring the folks. And for those who aren't familiar with the show, first and foremost, thank you for listening. And let me do a quick introduction. I am DJ Fusion. I do stuff on the mix and commentary end. And on my side, you got my bro who does the same thing. Let me have him go ahead and introduce himself. This is DD Ho. We all right, bro. We about to get on down for every man, woman, boy, and girl. Of course, it's all raw, but I talk in the building. Fusebox Radio is about to give you the feel. And of course, back to another session, back to another get down. Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. We got a lot to get into, so um, I'm going to keep some stuff relatively brief since this happened to be the week of post-racial news, quote-unquote post-racial news because we know that ain't real, but you know, we'll get into all that in a minute. For those who are new listening to us, we appreciate you for checking us out, as said before. For those who've been rocking with us since our foundation, since 1998 or beyond, we appreciate you too. Well, I know that, you know, it's definitely cool to have folks take out their time to sit back and rock with us for three hours, whether it's a new, fresh show or some of our joint back in the vault. And um, whichever way you listen to us, whether it's through the FM dial, your favorite internet radio station, um, clicking on your favorite music or cultural website, or grabbing us up via podcast or music streaming, we deeply appreciate you all. And let's just break down how we do the show, as always. At the beginning, both myself and Asara do our promotional spiel for the Fusebox Radio Broadcast, upcoming events, how you can check us out, etc. And then we go ahead and get into talking a bit about some news and other things that came up through the week. And right afterwards, we go ahead and get into our music mixes, which also include, you know, interjections from our folks over at the Black Agenda Report. Shouts out to Glenn Ford and them, as well as our peoples over at the Black University Radio Network. Shouts out to Lamar Blackman and them. So let's get into it. You can always check out what's going on with the Fusebox Radio broadcast via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O. Owenalione.com. On that site, you can check out a brief bit of our background in terms of what we do, radio show archives, mixtape archives, um, some of our photo projects, upcoming events, a lot of other good stuff like that, as well as to submit music. All the music artists, independent or major, if you ask, right at the top of our page, we have ways to submit music via email and SoundCloud. And we break down our format So you know we always accept some submissions And we're always sitting back listening to stuff So I know sometimes As a creative it might be frustrating If your door doesn't immediately get on But we are literally a two person operation And we have other stuff We have to do even though we love music We got other stuff to do besides music And we try to find ways to fit stuff Into each mix so 
as I always say, if your joint is really that fly, it'll eventually get on the show. But, you know, us being a non-payola, non, you know, trash DJ Negro operation, this is how we roll. So, you know, put it out there like that. For all my people on the social networks, they all end with slash Fusebox Radio, except one. So, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, Bimeo.com slash Fusebox Radio, also Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. Now, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio goes to my personal page. If y'all want to join that, that's fine and dandy. But we try to up more of our Facebook likes, which we're actually getting pretty good numbers on that as a late. So thanks to everybody who's finding that page one way or the other. That's Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, just as one straight word. And if you somehow miss us through your favorite broadcast outlet of choice, all of which you can find via our official blog site, BlackRadioSite.com, in the listings under Fusebox Radio Broadcast Affiliates. You can go ahead and grab us via, you know, your favorite podcast or music streaming service of choice, such as SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Podbay FM, and plenty more. If you don't remember any of this stuff somehow, just search for Fusebox Radio Broadcast via your favorite search engine of choice, and you'll find all of our stuff. So definitely go ahead and check us out. Um, we did a few event rounds in the past week or so. Shout out to the folks over at the um, Broccoli City Festival they had held on the old St. Elizabeth's campus, now known as Gate Pavilion in Southeast DC. That was a cool event that mixed, you know, a lot of health things in terms of environmental health, physical health, etc., as well as having some really good acts come through and perform. Also, shout out to our friends over at AwesomeCon. Unfortunately, due to being waylaid by allergies in a relatively severe way, I wasn't able to make it to that event this year. But I heard it went really, really well at the convention center. They've been supporters of us for the past year or so, so we got to shout out Ben Finrod and all of that crew for what they do. Also, shout out to the folks of Washington, D.C. who had the um, Emancipation Day concert not too long ago over at Freedom Plaza. Um, Emancipation Day is a DC-centric holiday that commemorates when President Lincoln actually signed into law not just the freedom of slaves in that particular municipality, but also um, some reimbursement in things that went down. And it only very recently, in the past few years, became an official like everybody's off holiday in the um, Washington DC area. And they had a nice event going on there that included headliners such as um, MC Live, Dougie Fresh, <clears throat> excuse me, Raheem Devon, Talib Kweli, and um, plenty more. And it was a good vibe type of event. You know, we also had local acts there and stuff too on the jazz and the go-go ones. Shouts out to um, Brian Lanier and um, Black Alley. And I always like when there's events like this that go down and they're just good fun events. Through the daily stresses of life, we all need to have some time to chill. And the fact that the events we visit were either just totally free or very inexpensive. And I know it's very hard to put together an event, trust me. Um, shout out to everybody who was able to get those type of things done and run either glitch free or very, very little issues. In terms of executing the event, everybody coming out of the joints, you know, happy and content. And speaking of events, in June, we're going to be back up in Toronto for North by Northeast. 
So we're going to be on the wheels of steel and doing a little bit of a showcase. More information on that coming up soon. In the meantime, y'all can check out nxne.com for more information about what they have going on in the music and panels, film, comedy, and plenty, plenty more. I know they're going to do a lot more of a rollout before the event goes down. So check that out. That'll be our third year we're going to be involved with North by Northeast. So big up to our fam in the North North part of North America, as it were, from our corner of the East Coast. And let me see what else going on. Oh, on the um, pressing, if you happen to see folks, say hi. Um, I know I'm going to be in Atlantic City briefly on the second to um, cover one of the Bellator MMA matches. So, you know, my mixed martial arts fans and stuff, that should be cool and whatnot. And the week after, I was just looking through my email, um, there's going to be the Sweet Life Festival that's going to be going down at, excuse me, Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland. And they got that mix of, you know, rock, hip-hop, and electronic acts and more. So, I'm going to be up in there a little bit of camera action, as it were. So, that should be cool. And yeah, more and more stuff is shaping up. It's always that kind of summertime period. Things get a little more jumping. So we appreciate everybody who has the Fusebox Radio fam come through, whether it's on the press end or the DJing and or, or both. And oh, also really quickly uh, before we get into the commentary section, shout out to the folks over at the National Cherry Blossom Festival. They had um, both myself and Asal Ra on the wheels for the closing weekend. Of that around the title base in DC, and that was a good fun event and whatnot. And lastly, on just a personal family end, shout out to my sister Ashley who just had her baby. So now kids gonna be like, yeah, Auntie Susie, and they can talk. And whatnot, and um, yeah, that's just like a nice little bit of good news, folks. Got not too long ago. With a nice, healthy delivery. And, you know, that's always a blessing for folks who can, you know, have families and are ready to shape making a strong family unit. And all that, and I got good vibes and stuff. So, yep, yep, yep. Just want to do those few things. And let's see here. I think that's present. That's about it. So, let's get into some commentary on some news things that have gone down. This has definitely been a post-racial America is not real at all past news week or so. And um, it's all interesting way. But before we get into that, we had to give uh, some condolences and big ups to some folks in the music community who unfortunately have passed away within the past few days. Um, one of which we just found out on the um, newsreel that got officially confirmed. R.I.P. to DJ Easy Rock. A raw bass and Easy Rock, man. And, um, yeah, he... His cause of death has not been confirmed in terms of what exactly happened. But, um, you know, raw bass and a bunch of other folks have um, officially confirmed that um, that went down. I think the brother was only maybe about 45, 46 years old. When um, he passed, we were losing a lot of folks in that age range, it feels like. And um, for those who may not be familiar with um, DJ Easy Rock in terms of the name, 
I think anybody who came up in that late 80s 90s period especially if you listen to more of the top 100 pop rap type of vibes everybody knows it takes two and that was the brother behind um it takes two so when people heard that lynn collins it takes two to make things all right joint and scratching everything that was dj easy rock who um did all of that so that was a joint that I think in a good way propelled I think what some folks may call more of the pop rap thing because I think it had kind of that perfect bridging where it wasn't like corn but for some people might not necessarily been like into a certain type of rap but they want to get a dance on it was cool because of course you know that continued you know the influence of James Brown and you know what he did in the mix and whatnot and I mean, my mom's who's, you know, gonna be in her, you know, mid-60s in about a year or two. She knows it takes two. And do a whole bunch of cats. And one of the funny things, when I was looking up some information about this before we got on the air, it was that um, Rob Bass said, Bobby Rock said a lot of people clowned him for doing that joint. A lot of people. And they were like, it wasn't because, you know, they were trying to reach for, you know, some Billboard Top 100 or whatever in a blatant I Gotta Sell Out where they were like, we just enjoy doing this type of dance drum. And that just happened to work. And they were like, you know, some cats were talking crazy about them. They're like, those cats ain't doing nothing no more. Not necessarily because, you know, they, because I almost think because they didn't go out go out and think with that type of intention, it's having to work out in a certain way. Whereas maybe sometimes in this modern day, there's people who almost seem to be a little too thirst on that end and you get these kind of artificial pop rap type of song where it might not just be artificial but it's like it's not even fun sounding like it takes two is a fun song to me you know what i'm saying sometimes you would be like y'all just want to bug out and have fun and be like yeah and get your dance on and whatnot and um that was a cool thing also one fact i had learned was um rob bass and easy rock had known each other for like eons they said they know they took the fourth grade so that was a long-term friendship in general before they even got into music they started doing more around new york so i thought that was kind of a deep joint but i'm definitely prayers and condolences to him and um rest in peace and all that um next up um another young brother who passed away who made a big impact within the past few years on the band's house club music scene is um dj rashad um, based in um, Chicago, he had ended up passing away. Um, there's rumors about what it is right now, so as of now, I'm guessing it's unconfirmed. And um, all of that. Um, a lot of people who might be into, I think, what, especially what I think Jersey Hits would call more in terms of club music on the house music scene, are familiar with a style that's called footwork. He was a very big footwork producer, especially in the more recent era and whatnot. Of stuff we had like with the really more hard driving four on the floor beats or whatnot and like a lot of the repeats and stuff like that and he was just kind of starting to get his i guess more mainstream shine going on and whatnot especially with his last um ep double cup and he's been touring with a lot of folks including chance the rapper and um what have you so he was like right on that cusp of things and you know that brother was my age he was 35 when he passed away 
So, you know, those are prayers and condolences to those folks because I can have an understanding of loving music and like you're right on that edge of making it happen with people who you're cool with. And you got love. I probably had a lot of people who probably dissed you or told you that you had to give it up. And um, that young man was making it happen before, you know, he reached um, an unfortunate end at his home. So um, rest in peace to him. I mean, you know, that double cup joint to me is the business. So if people can find that, um, check that out. Let me see here. And also, I kind of found out about this through one of our readers who passes on. Um, definitely, um, thanks to them for sending out the email. There was a play about Paul Robeson that ended up having Avery Books in it. Amongst other folks. I know some people remember that part being televised. The play right behind that, Philip Hayes Dean, passed away at 83 this week. And, yeah. And, um, they said that he ended up passing away from an aortic aneurysm and that the play was controversial when it dropped from a few people because some folks were even going back and forth saying it was either too complex or insufficiently complex and that you know they didn't understand how a mass audience would go ahead and dig it even though at the end of the day he ended up you know getting the upper hand especially when Avery Brooks hopped on board with him and I did his joint and it wasn't necessarily just people from the outside of what some would call quote unquote the black community it has to be from the inside of the black community who was telling him that he was doing the right thing so um it's definitely interesting if people want to go ahead we're going to link it to the show notes to read some of the behind the scenes stuff that happened it's like this man became so traumatized by what he went through he didn't write another play again Cause he felt that people on multiple sides would try and pull a McCarthy thing on him. In terms of being there like, yeah, you can only say so much or, or, or do so much or whatever. And on some levels, he had some um, more quote-unquote prominent white folks back up than quote-unquote prominent black folks. But that always happens at times, I think. That's when some folks look at it in terms of what's acceptable to do or say. Or put out there So definitely um, Condolences to his um, Friends and family Rest in peace to him But yeah His um The history of this play Is pretty fascinating And that can go on For For the days and days And whatnot. And his play Just actually got um Back onto The theater circuit More particularly in LA Where Keith David Is playing Paul Robeson Yeah so So, so you know That's gonna be bad David's one of them dudes I'm like man you you did voices in cartoons I like back in the day and you're, and you're a dope actor on the stage and on TV I just found out my man's did um one of the voices in the um Disney for people who grew up in like the late 80s 90s the Disney cartoon Gargoyle he did a voice on that joint. and I'm listening I'm like that is his voice damn yeah yeah he did I mean, that's like one of them, like, renaissance men type of cats. So, you know, big up to him. And let's see here. Let me wrap, wrap up a few other news stories. I think we're going to talk about one or two of these for a little while. Um, big up to Representative John Conyers. He has introduced a bill 
the National Jazz Preservation, Education, and Promulgation Act of 2014 to Congress to preserve jazz as America's art form. And I think that is pretty cool that um, people are putting that out there, especially on a week where one of John Coltrane's um, tenor saxophones has been donated officially to the Smithsonian Institution. His 1965 um, Mark VI tenor sax, which is for people who played joint back in the day, I played the joint back in the day. That's an ill saxophone. That's a brand that still calls it dumb money today <laughs> and whatnot. And this is also during the year of the 50th anniversary of John Coltrane's masterpiece of Love Supreme. Which I think I think people always say there's like top albums you should listen to of a genre. Like that to me is one of those forget. No question at all. And for people who ever played an instrument, like they had um they used to have these books where they would transcribe people's songs. And you would like look at what they would transcribe that John Coltrane did. You'd be like, this is effing amazing. Because I have um, one of these books. Um, God, my, my mind's going a little blank right now. I must say, I think they call it like a white book or something like that. And there's this measure in Giant Step where this cat played 64 notes in the beat. Let me repeat this. One beat, this cat plays 64 notes. Effortlessly as hell. I'm looking at this measure. I'm like, somebody must have messed this up because this can't be it. And that was somebody that's going off the fly by whatever was in um, their spirit and their creativity. So, you know, that was a man of skill right there. So, you know, big little John Connie for putting that out there and tying that in with um, Congress and National Endowment of the Arts and Humanities. I thought that was a little cool, random music story. Let's see here. Before we get into all the, the thorny racialness of it all. And I know some folks are probably like, God, these Negroes always talk about race. It's like, the day that we are truly in a post-racial America, I'll be glad that I had to bring up race stories. Stories of race or class, but that don't mean we, we've gotten somewhere. It ain't that way totally just yet. Um, let me see here. Interesting story from overseas. The Marshall Islands have are now suing nine nuclear powers over failure to, to disarm. And for people who are briefly familiar with the Marshall Islands, this was a Pacific nation that was the site of over 67 nuclear tests between 1946 and 1958. That's, you know, still naturally has the effects of, you know, the nuclear fallout of what went down at today. And they're suing them over at the International Court of Justice at The Hague, talking about all these nations who said they were going to do something did not disarm. Now, I unfortunately don't think anything's going to happen with this. But it is a definitely an interesting situation that went down, especially because this is a place where there was one device that was the equivalent of a thousand Hiroshima blasts that were blasted off in, in, in that country. 
and folks have been dealing with the fallout ever since the war. We're talking about the late end of it in the city. We're talking about over 50-something years of a country dealing with nuclear fallout, including people getting sick, mutations, certain stuff not growing and more. And for folks who, you know, would look at a country like Japan where there's still like a few survivors left from the Hiroshima period, that's a crazy thing to think about. That's a crazy thing to think about, so yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes. I thought that was an interesting story. That was in the mix. And I think right now. Well, yeah, and mm-hmm. also that's why like, when people, when there's these modern weather changes or climate changes, and you see in the weather, that mm-hmm. weather is connected not only with nuclear tests, but other things in addition to that. And um, Mother Earth, in some ways, will try to have an equilibrium. And um, hopefully in that process, you know, not too many people um, will be killed. <laughs> but, you know, when you see this other stuff, all that is connected to the country side of our campus. No doubt. Um, next up, a, a good side of justice, I think, as it were, in terms of the institutionalized bit of justice in this country. There are more and more judges on the federal level who are really not beat for a lot of these secret requests by law enforcement officials for cell phone and other personal data that's up electronic. As of late. Where, you know, they're looking at things like, well, why exactly are you digging super into, you know, somebody's private, you know, unclosed um, Facebook or Twitter account or whatever else? Why do you really have to dig into somebody's text early? Why do you got to make it a secret? Like, more and more judges are, are, you know, asking questions about it or overturning these requests. And I think on a privacy end, that's a good thing because for everybody who you're like, yeah, you know... Somebody could have been a nut and crazy and they could trace him. There's a lot of innocent people who are getting their privacy invaded. For for no reason. They might know a person who knows a person who knows a person, but their privacy is being invaded. They ain't breaking no fun. You know, they're just keeping it chilling. Or, you know, they noticing that more people are trying to go beyond what a warrant would request. And they had one judge who even put down that you know, and this is a direct quote, if the government seizes data it knows is outside the scope of the war and it must even destroy the data or return it, they can't keep it. And that's the main thing with a lot of this electronic data. People might be like, oh, we're just take, taking some phone records and some other stuff, but it's like, why do you need to hold on to it then? If somebody's not doing it, you know, you can have somebody who you might not even know committing a crime give you a call, but all of a sudden all your business is on the front street. That should make folks uncomfortable regardless of your political party or beliefs or whatever happened. It only takes one wrong person in charge to make everything be a hellhole. 
that is a lesson in history that has repeated itself over and over and over again. And however you feel about, you know, the Obama administration and what have you, um, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. If half these people who are talking rhetoric want to apply some of that rhetoric, we're going to have problems. So some of this stuff needs to be checked. ASAP. If it already hasn't been in the past, it needs to be checked now. Let me see here. Oh man, the internet's been super slow today. Pulling up this stuff on this tablet. But ah, uh, here we go. And that actually kind of gives me a transition. Speaking of the internet, people are trying to F with net neutrality again with the FCC. Which, in a way, with the history of how things go with uh, mass communication, especially when more and more average cats get a hold of it, people, other folks try to control it. It's a cycle that occurs and it's trying to occur again. Now, with the internet, while like everything else, it has its drawbacks, I think it has way more advantages in terms of people being able to meet with like minds. Encounter minds that aren't like this, and, you know, try to figure out, you know, what's what, research, so forth, and so on. You have a lot of these companies now, including the AT&T, Comcast, and so forth of the world, who are trying to be like, well, we're not necessarily too deep for this, you know, equal bandwidth for equal information type of thing. We want to kind of make it multi-tier. So in other words, the more money you got, the more access you can get to stuff. And the faster you can get access to stuff. And that should be nervous for everybody. You know what I'm saying? This, we aren't trying to say that nobody can't make no bread, but let's say if you're with a company that's in bed with, I'll just say somebody random, with Netflix. If you're not, you know, getting service from that other company and you want to check your Netflix, all your stuff's going to be slower. And how the other person's going to access it unless you probably got to pay some extra work. And think about how that can go if somebody wants to get ultra political with things. Oh, you can get the Fox News in two seconds. But if you're trying to access Al Jazeera, you might be sitting down for a while. You know, that type of thing should make folks nervous, much less that now we got a lot more of a technological economy. So people who might be like, well, I don't care about all that political stuff. Let's say you're music hustling. Who to say that? If you're not backed by a major corporation that people will be able to access your music fast. Whether they stream or download it. Or if you're not with the right company, you're trying to stream your, your, your um, concert. You know, how well is that going to work for you? If you tied it with, you know, what's quote unquote the wrong phone company or um, internet company or whatever for cable. This is stuff that people really need to go ahead and um, think about. And, you know, people are making more and more noise again at the FCC, which, you know, because a lot of heads in there, unfortunately, used to work for these corporations. Now they're either on the lobbyists or, you know, in certain parts of the FCC, people think they're going to try to pull something slick. With um, the net neutrality, Steve, and, um, you know, as always, we're going to put up all of our own links and stuff in terms of, you know, putting out the petitions to your folks in Congress and other places and plenty more as well as to promote that you know you want to have equal access to information and you know anybody with a block that is not the person you want to back up or the company you want to back up 
Today, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's entertainment, stuff at Depot, or more. Um, the Verge wrote a really good article about this, and we're going to link to the show notes, which breaks down very basically in terms of why this is important. Whether you watch a world star hip hop or you're trying to watch Professor Gifts speech or anything in between, this is real serious business right here. And you got some people who are trying to sell you out, regardless of your ethnic background. Because they got their they, they palms breathed by some of these other folks. Including the NAACP, including some big Latino organizations and so forth and so on. So it gets deep and it gets real. And I want to link some stuff from our friends over at um Free Press too. Shout out to FreePress.org. For being on back and forth with the feed box radio for a minute. And um, they got a lot more things that break down why this on top of media comes out solidation and stuff is um not the way to be on. And now, since it is just that type of week, like it was literally like the week where it was like, oh, we're gonna finally be able to broadcast live. It's like hell one to break loose in America. In regard to showing that, yep, we still got a long as hell way to go back from my mama's day when she was in Eastern Carolina. Dealing with folks being on some racial and class nonsense. Um, first and foremost, the U.S. Supreme Court um, just went through a case where they upheld Michigan's ban on affirmative action in regard to students being accepted in colleges. And one of the judges, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, Justice Sonia Sotomayor did a huge blistering dissent against this particular um, majority ruling and to quote her she says that this um, type of decision infringes upon groups rights to allow Michigan voters to change the basic rules of political process in a way that in a matter that has uniquely disadvantaged racial minorities Talking about, in my colleague's view, examining the racial impact of legislation only perpetuates racial discrimination. This refusal to accept the stark reality that race matters is regrettable. As members of the judiciary tasked with the intervening to carry out the guarantee of equal protection, we ought not sit back and wish away rather than confront the racial inequality that exists in our society. So first and foremost, big shout to her for just being blunt about it. You know, and of course, because she said that everything ate all peaches and cream in this country in regards to race and class, she's gotten a crap load of threats from a bunch of jackasses. Which to me pretty much proves her point. You know, I don't understand even to this day that people act like affirmative action is like black people other people of color in this country getting favors like somehow when people talk about colleges that you could be black and have not marry a high school degree and you could just walk in and you get prizes and, and candy that's not how the damn thing works because the system has been broken from its very beginning 
it's just a little bit of an extra push to help other folks get a chance to get these opportunities people should have in the first place for a level of higher education if they choose to pursue it. Much less things in terms of, you know, balance for employment rates and stuff like that, which were definitely not just anti-people of color, but anti-women for the longest time. One of the things that people always forget about affirmative action is it doesn't just help out, you know, people of color that are men and women. It helps out white women. And a lot of white women have some serious problems about affirmative action going down from Title Nine on down. So, you know, that's definitely one thing where it's like, yeah, people, people are still sore. I like the fact that she was talking about essentially people trying to sweep it under the rug. Like, as long as we ain't talking about it, we just wish it away. It, it's just going to go away. Now, I know just um, Justice Sotomayor is about my mama's age, which is like her early 60s. So she was living in that area, even though she was in what's quote unquote, what's called a northern state here in the States or whatever and whatnot. There was still racial discrimination and nonsense going down. And she's like, you know, you might be able to pull the wool over some folks' eyes, man, but, but you can't pull it on me. I thought that was an interesting um, little bit of legal joint that went down. Next up, speaking of legal stuff that I just think is the oddest thing on the planet right now, we're in an age where somehow post-racial America means somehow you can't mention race, but if you do something racist, you don't want to be called a racist. And one of these stories I'm going to get into before I know some folks are clamoring for this NBA joint, which we're going to, to talk about a bit. Um, there was a joint where you got some people who were in the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK, trying to be like, nah, we ain't racist. We just want to promote racial purity. So I'm like, well, ain't that, ain't that called being racist? Secondly, if you got like a fifth grader's knowledge about the history of the Ku Klux Klan in the United States... You aren't talking about, well, y'all just have your, y'all, y'all just have mine. We're talking about people who committed acts of violence, who helped put in institutionalized bits of racism from, you know, political type of things, blocking people vote, blocking people from voting, things to prison system on down to lynching folks. But somehow now, all of a sudden, you're trying to like put on something like, we're the new KKK, you know, we're just going to scrub our, our white robes clean. It's like, nah, dog. That's that that's that's a little that's a little ridiculous. Like you can't rebrand the KKK like you know Coke rebrands itself with a new label every few years. Be like the KKK. It stands for cool. Nah, mofo. It, it don't work that way. But just with the K, we like everybody unless you're brown or speak of foreign language or you don't meet our definition of what white is because even with the history of the KKK KKK wasn't exactly all in love with people who came from overseas who were European because they were their definition of white and that included Catholics through freaking um Kennedy era well, all of a sudden people are trying, trying, trying to flip stuff and think about some of the, the 
people in places who are trying to flip stuff and think about what they're trying to do with their school systems now where they aren't trying to have kids get involved in critical thinking and research and stuff. If and when I ever have a child, there's no way in hell they're going to walk in talking about, well, the KKK wasn't really that radical. There's no way in hell. I, I ain't perfect, but I lived enough of my life right to have not have that not go down. And then they have folks at CNN trying to talk about can the Klan rebrand after they're trying to talk this, you know, this new anti-violence stuff. I'm like, what in the ever-loving hell is the matter with CNN? Why is this even a segment on one of y'all's news shows? Can the Klan rebrand? What? I mean, dear God, I know y'all want ratings, but you need to do better, yo. Y'all need to do better, and I'm glad that folks on Twitter and other places poured the hell into them for even talking that nonsense. And whatnot. You know, you can't be like, well, the Imperial Wizard is is now the CEO of the KKK and make it make it all sweet like it's a regular business down the street. No, get out of here, son. That's that's just ridiculous. And next up in terms of a continuing story that's going on. This scenario going down during the National Basketball Association's playoffs, the NBA playoffs, with the Los Angeles Clippers and their owner, Donald Sterling. Oh man, it's been about, as a broadcaster, it's been about 48 hours, 48 hours, excuse me, to 72 hours since this has gone down. It has been a mixture of infuriating and hilarious to see reaction to how all this has gone down. Because again, there are still people who somehow want to believe in the illusion of everything is sweet post-racial America because the few cats got some bread. And and a brown. And I know for me, I'm going to dig in on both extremes of this really quickly to get um, break down the scenario for our folks who are overseas who haven't or who haven't gotten into this joint yet. There is an owner of a basketball team, which is the LA Clippers, by the name of Donald Stone. He is an older gentleman, about 80 years old. Most of his money has been made off of real estate before he ended up buying the team back around excuse me the 80s um mr sterling was caught on tape pretty much talking a whole bunch of smack about black folks and um black players and people who attend his game now with our show notes link you know we're gonna have a link to the the trash get the audio and all that but he pretty much was like well i really don't like he was talking to his um girlfriend slash jump off because he's still married, which is a whole other thing. But, and also the jump off is part black, part Mexican. Before we get into the racial element of what's been said. He's pretty much talking about, well, I don't want pictures of you, you know, with black folks. You know, they Magic Johnson or somebody up on the Instagram. I don't want you bringing black people to the games. I don't want black people coming to my games. You know, I clove and feed my players, blah, 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 like on a good master vibe. And a whole bunch of everything. But he's talking all this stuff about black folks in a league that right now is still 80% black American. 
Not just black, black American. In terms of players and whatnot. And he's talking all the chat about um people of color, but he's like, I'm not racist. Now, this is trashy on its own. And I'm of the age where I'm like, there's people who work in corporate offices in blue collar jobs and stuff who get got a position of power who can just be racist trash. This is nothing new. In the realm of sport, it's nothing new for some folks who are a tad bit older. You might remember Marge shot from um, the Boston Red Sox who talked a whole bunch of crazy stuff about black folks and Latinos back in the day. And other types of things. Now, this could have easily been a TMZ, here they come, here they go moment if A, this all wasn't taped. And B, if Donald Sterling didn't have a history of not just individual racism, but institutionalized racism. Because we brought up about the man having owned real estate in the state of California. He had to settle a case with the Department of Housing and Human Development, one of the largest settlements they've ever made for discriminating against black and Latino families getting housing in his building. And, you know, forcefully kicking out some people. So... I'm like, this dude is a jackass overall. Now, why is this a news item? It's a news item because this has been going down for years. Almost since he bought the team. And until we got to the internet age where, you know, a relatively independent source put this information out there, folks let it slide. And that, to me, is a big problem with all of this. You know, I'm pretty sure other owners of them had conversations. They were like, wow, this cat's a racist jackass, but they did nothing. The NBA commissioner of the past, David Stern, did nothing. We don't know what Adam Silver is going to do as we But this cat did nothing at all. You had people who were down with the Clippers who were like, this dude is a real jackass. And yet people still did nothing. Partially because I think the man was making money and had money. And partially because there's other people who have the same mentality of Donald Stern. Where as long as they feel that they got some bread, they're better than anybody else. And to a degree, they essentially own some of these other folks. And these are all the people who don't expect pushback. This might be the first time this old man really dealt with some pushback on a professional level in a very long time. And it had to happen through this net era where people were able to sit back, listen to stuff on their own, and be like, yo, this this is nuts. This is really, really nuts. Somebody ought to do something to the point where, as with lots of other news stories, that clamor is what has folks like, damn, we're we're gonna actually have to respond to this to some of the various companies that are dropping their sponsorship of the Clippers right now. Two, as we brought up the NAACP in one ironic way, to the NAACP who in LA was going to give this dude a Lifetime Achievement Award. Before this went down, I'm like, you think nobody in NAACP knew this guy was a jackass? But as long as them checks cleared, it was cool. As long as them checks cleared, it was cool. And even as a broadcast time, 
They got one the NAACP's representative in LA talking about, well, you know, we might be able to forgive them if some stuff goes. I'm like, so that means you want a bigger check. And this is not talking about the entirety of the institution or everybody who who's involved in it and stuff, but I'm like, for the folks in LA, it's like, y'all are kind of whoring right now, dog. And you're kind of showing that you're being a whore right now via ABC News, which is what I'm reading this current story from. You know, it's it, it's a very weird thing. Like, we're in the age where people literally think money talks and you're supposed to just shut up. And I'm not saying that everybody's like they got to burn down where the LA Clippers play or all this other type of stuff. No, no, no. Because being completely reactionary without thought is stupid, too. That's a very stupid thing. Because one thing that kind of bugged me out looking at stuff on the net, I'm like... Y'all are talking a whole lot of trash, but nobody's really talking about planning. Because even when you had some of the great athletes of the past push back against, you know, people they thought were racist or discriminatory or whatever, they had to do some planning with what they did. You know, Muhammad Ali talked his trash and everything, but you think he had no planning behind what he did? Or said? You think the brothers, you know, and they'll literally put up, the, you know, the Black Power salute. They didn't. They had no planning behind that. Even if it was quick planning, it had to be some planning. Now, as I said, with this this audio, and there's supposed to be over hundreds of hours of this audio right now. So the proverbial ish might not have really even hit the fan as of the time this um show was uploaded and podcast and brought to our affiliates. It's like I don't like. The keyboard revolutionary vibe we get a lot sometimes with the internet as well. Because, yes, you know what? I would love for all the basketball players to walk the hell off and be like, screw this, we ain't playing for it, just do whatever, whatever. But I am also a, an adult and I can think about folks who are like, well, how, what's going to happen if we do this and why? How's, you know, folks' money, etc., etc. Is this going to be the best thing to do because there's lots of other people who are depending on how we eat, not just with our, our intermediate ways, but other ways, and so forth and so on. Is this the most powerful way to make a protest? Like, it's easy to tell somebody what to do if you're not the one who depends on that action. You know what I'm saying? They got folks like, yeah, those NBA players are like, throw up their hands and and say F it I'm like those were our guys who worked damn hard to get to a playoff berth. and again I'm not saying that they shouldn't do something but you know maybe I want to get get together as a group and think about something to do you know what I'm saying and everybody ain't making LeBron James money or whoever the other bigger star is you know what I'm saying and this is still a developing story we can still see how things go but it's very weird for me to have folks just be like well these cats should do ABCD when half these cats ain't standing up for, for jack nothing until that becomes popular you tell somebody what they should do when you haven't standing up for a damn thing in a minute you type in a whole bunch of tough guy talk and what have you and speaking of folks who haven't thought or they're almost engaging a little too much of it because this is one of those situations to me that's just very blatant and in front of the public eye there are some people in power who are people of color where I'm like what are you doing what on earth are you doing by 
almost having to wait for the trend of other people to say stuff before you like when I look at people who are like former players or former, former owners not saying anything or current owners of basketball team not saying anything that's a bit of a weird thing to me at the broadcast time um, former owner of BET Bob Johnson he said nothing it took Michael Jordan 24 hours to say anything yeah, some cats like LeBron James and the Kobe Bryant and them, some people who I don't necessarily do with everything they do, they were like, look, I'm a human being and I was listening to this joy and this is some garbage and I need to say that this is garbage and this should not be tolerated. And for some of these people who are in power who can at least use their voices to propel something that maybe an average cat like myself and a saw rock can't do, and they're doing nothing, I'm like, either you're not as rich as you portray yourself to be, you're not as powerful as you portray yourself. Because if it's not already in your spirit to go ahead and say something, you're definitely at a more advantageous point than most people are, then, then what's holding you back? Why can't you break your screen? Or worse from the worst, it's like if you're about damn near 50 years old, why do you gotta wait for it to be popular to say something? It's about something real. We ain't talking about love and hip hop. We talk about something that that's real. And when you talk about people who are that high in institutions, it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot to come up from the top down to make a change, real change. Not just temporary. Oh well, you know, if we a little quiet about this for a while, it'll disappear type of change. But yo, I'm in the boardroom, and I think this is nonsense. And and, and this cat got to get a sanction or got to go. That type of change. Because change happens from the bottom up and the top down. And, you know, you see some of these funky actors that are trying to talk about, well, you know, they're in an argument and, and, you know, some racial stuff might have got tossed because, you know, it was an interracial relationship. Like, um, what's that? That dude, Laz, Laz Alondo or somebody said. It's like, son, why are you trying to skew the fact that this old white man still says something racist? And it wasn't even necessarily racially directed towards her. He was talking about race as a whole. He was talking about black folks as a whole. Like, you know, who's paying your dumb ass to say this stuff? Because you, you got to be paid. You can't be this stupid. You can't be this stupid. And I hate to put stuff in this way. Like, you're not light enough to, to fly off a white privilege to say something that's stupid. Like, you almost have to look at some of these folks and be like, man, you must be really getting paid some serious money where you're that damn scared. Or you got no skills whatsoever. Maybe you, maybe you just delude. Like, this, this joint is very odd. And I mean, they're talking about legal things from the sanctions. They, they might have to have them sell the team. But that's another thing that's also kind of interesting about the story. The N- NBA has a secret constitution. And a rule book that nobody really knows about besides folks in the upper echelon in terms of what they can and can't do to somebody like there's a lot of rules in terms of how they can kick out a play but it's not much too much about how what can go down with the owner and I'm curious to see how that type of joint goes down too Nigga, but 
gonna get some money or have the sex with somebody that they got some money. And you may reveal those details to that type of person, so he broke etiquette on that. But you know, that's all I'm really about to say about it. And um, uh, hopefully, other people will reveal who they are and which will be good for the people who are around them and influenced by them. No doubt, no doubt. I think you brought up a perfect thing with the pay for play because this entire situation is janky, but I'm like, yo, you were more likely not, you were banging that racist old man, yo, that chick who, who recorded this. I'm glad the information came out through her. But it's like, what type of broad are you to disrespect yourself like that, yo? Like, ew. I mean, for me personally, the age difference alone, gross. Much less, okay, he races too, talking all this type of stuff. They're like, well, what the hell is your DNA consistent? But I don't know. Anyway. That's, that's a weird fucking mess for me. And lastly, shouts out to Prince, man. Prince got his matches back from the Purple Rain album. You know, um, he's going to distribute his next joint through Warner Brothers, and one of his conditions was getting them matters, so he got them joints back, man. And there's a bunch of other labels who are, you know, got people behind the scenes who are like, we're a little scared of how this went down, because there's going to be more people coming for, for us on that end. And to that, I say good. You shouldn't be able to hold on to somebody's creative output for freaking ever in a day, or trying to find slick ways to keep holding on to that. So, you know, Prince got a major win on that. So, good looks for him, man. I, I think that's a cool look on the music business. And for now, I think that is about it. We've talked a bunch. And now it's time to get into a bunch of new tunes and things. So, let's go ahead and get into that. This is 21st Century Black Radio. The syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast. FuseboxRadioOnline.com DJ Fusion Asara We about to get in Alright Peace This is Easy Class Fall Fusebox Signing off You are now listening to Fusebox Radio
signing off. Yo, see, can I get open? You know it. Hey, street, can I get open? You know it. Hey, y'all, can I get open? You know it. You wanna fly style? Jay's about to show well, it. Well, come, can I? It's never a question of how, but when I rip it, will I quit it? Forget it. Still, I always a point whenever I hit it. Writing's forbidden. Don't do what y'all done it. Too late, y'all did it. I straight to the track. I'm running your back, back like backdraft. Probably follow the track that I stuttered. That, that looks like an ass. I pick up the pieces. I straighten it out like Pete Rock or Sears or Creases. It's your choice, Jesus Christ. I'm nice like that. You're freaking gay, right? I flow like water, so put your finger in the tight. I slam. I got original flavor. Pick up the jam. I kill Chico, and now it's just me, the man. Go get your gun. I go all out with a can. Brothers is having a hard time with who I am. Jay, kicking it, a ripping it way past. The hottest DJ Fusion. Just to get in good Why we selling just to get a buck This why we stick you up Up again West side up again Why, why we up Hugging Pop drop Don't get stuck Hugging Rap again Over pop again Tight jeans for the sussigans Peter Parker told Blizzy I was suggin That's what's suggin Lately I've been feeling suicidal If I decide to commit suicide Would you love me more Would you do or die Suicide is like genocide So I ride around With my tinted mind Getting high Backwoods never that good I hate when my girl smoke Ish I don't trust Suggin So I don't smoke Ish Plus it's straight sleazy That street Ish, no bleach, ish, smoke, ish Her father with the box cut and her mama fatter than an armor truck Put it all on us, gang bang, ish, kick your loot hang Ish, bang bang, ish, poop, poop, all on you, don't say ish And I'm just warming up, hugging, you get used to this ish No beginner's luck, if I'm a mother, a problem and I walk with a pimp slim Do the snake, do the freak, do the pop down Do the snake, do the freak, do the pop down Do the snake, do the freak, do the pop down Thank you. 
Fusion.
Hey, this is DJ Logic. You're now listening to the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip hop and soul music, news and commentary from all over. Who shot you? New popper, half man, half Chewbacca. Got the tools to achieve a complete nirvana. Mosquito larva, hold your feet to the lava. Sweet mama, I need some water Spin around like propellers from a helicopter Got a monster living underneath your posture I'm not your doctor, get off my collar You do shit, get used to the feet of regret Apply pressure to lessons with my feet on their neck Till it breaks like a b-boy to beat on my chest Hands free with this rap and I don't need y'all's press Leave them tricks up your sleeve, please, we on impress I don't stress what they be on, I'm beyond the best Never met a beat that I can't free on yet Evolve to everything that I breathe on Fresh. Future stockholders, you cannot hold us. Cops around the corner better practice jumping fences. It was hide and seek to hide your piece for Big Brother's henchmen. Catching pigs slipping, turn her off and sit at chitlins. I was born to raise hell, 26 in Blaisdell. East Street gentrified, G's and vegan bake sales. These hipsters walk the same street that thugs do, but that's just Minneapolis. Anyone can catch a slug. Too. What you symbolic for? We spit the hottest sauce, you olive oil, the water or kind of raw. I'm column strong, no martyr on. Any kind of song, a connoisseur, the cottage saw. Drink it to the bottom, hit the Baltimore. We brought the raw, rhyme phenomenal Turn a party to a sign as soon as I resume Try and have it stashed by the Obama room Know how to move collateral This my catabomb, my Michael Campbell flow Hanging out like a camel toe So stupid, throw me on a small bus All out in the open like dog Advice is priceless, keep stepping But if you want bite my tip, then ingest it Still flexing, uh, floor essing Blow these small candles out, they got a death wish And you won't even make it to the cake Every dog has his day, you can take it to the bank Woo-ha, woo-ha, I got you all in check I'm shitting on them rappers that you call the best Young blood is a thug on the microphone I'm like one of the illest, I am a psych alone You know damn well who this is, elephant Proper go to hell for this shit I got a lot on my plate like a fat kid Fill the pocket of my jacket Uh, this, that, and the third Kick back, hit the they misunderstood They can get the bird Drunk and master Shot after shot But he think a swarm A wop is still sizzling hot When a beef occurred Gifting a curse Pros and cons In the situation Roaming in the control system Of manipulation Well equipped with the merch Quench list is thirst Paying dues on a daily Yeah I'm on my merch Flow article No gold on my collarbone I lay low in a cottage home Yeah Sipping Scottish from a goblet I'm living pretty modest But I'm polished my history is spotted Leave my enemies demolished like it's tending me I'm obvious It's crucial I'm like a painting of a fruit bowl Only but a few know Live wire Shine brighter Death be the only way I get to retire It's a all-nighter This ain't my lighter But it is my life inside of the fibers Got a feeling that the field's on fire The shepherd spoke, said aim for the snipers They all stare like I came with a tiger Blood is the color of my love for a biter Yo, check this out This is Chuck D, a public enemy You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion Harder than you think
networks Tell my P.O. ask me where I work at Think I would've learned that Sleeping in the bird trap Living on the run like somebody trying to burn fat I don't give a f*** Now maybe that's abstinence Or the arrogance of someone who ain't got That think money over bitches is a stock tip I live in the trap, things go crack Wake up in the box with a box of apple jacks Everybody acts like God is all that But I got the feeling he ain't never coming back So I got an angel to answer my prayer Floating on the clouds that ain't blow in the air Nobody wins, but nobody cares They just want blood when the people cheer I'm down to 95 dollars, that's the extent of my riches Out of 99 problems, 98 of them is out here hollering what's ironic is i've honestly been trying to do what's right but some joint legs in the air tonight like phil collins i'm a sex addicted introvert sucker for a pencil skirt looking for a shorty coming from work that i can pervert on my existential grind doing consequential dirt searching for physical pleasure if i don't go mental first molly popping trolley hopping know somebody probably watching that ain't stopping me from copping a feel karate chopping in this after hours spot watching mommy body rocking first i feed a rock a shot then she eat my Johnny from living fast, tripping cash, one of them even had the audacity to ask me how long this thing would last. I said, You wanna pay for class? Get on that stage and shake your She keep a in a box in an emergency, break the glass. I make her laugh, she makes it clap, and then she gives me laughs, dances, and I'm thankful that she keeps providing a place for me to be unfaithful at. I live in the trap, things don't crack. Wake up in the box with a box of DJ Fusion
It's MC Like you're checking out the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip hop and R&B from all over. Stomping through the hood with my chucks on. I knock on every door. Who looks up home? I'm trying to find some trouble I can dabble in. Yeah. I've been traveling, pockets getting fat again. Apparently you took it, don't really get it. No flouse with your bitch. They're thinking I won't really hit it. Yeah, she on my line like fish bait. You got a problem? Wait, dog, let's get this shit straight. Strickling, yeah, better than these rap dummies. Watch your tune, got goons to hold a strap for me. A bunch of wilds again from the mid-weezy. Swerving up the block, shop, listening to Jeezy. And money ain't a thing on some chicken ish. This beat's right up my alley, it's magic. Irrigation. I tend to get a little gully when I spit the joint. And on the whip, again, the legs till he get the point. The MC boys in the booth again. We back in the building, yeah, we moving in. Yup, and we ain't leaving till the gang love us. Punch words, strict ace, yeah, the same brothers. Guess who's back for the spell again? Bringing a hell again. What they yelling is? What they spelling is? Try to move. Real real, this a little bit, and he killing it. Everybody feeling it, and he feeling it. Yeah, another university is cursing me Cause I took them all school like a nursery I know you hate it, but they rated us a full 10 Now we waiting on the call like a bullpen They want us all back like those pills Cause they know we do numbers like phone bills Your little rap dudes remain in the right lane While your girl on the pole like a bike chain I'm running through your team like night train Black and white footage, put us in the right frame Y'all don't really wanna get into a place where you learn what the five fingers said to the face. Smack. Who will us? Who with us? We the best to choose. Get beat to death. Picked up by EMS. Removed on TV, BBC, CNN, and the news. Making moves. Keep track. Got GPS confused. And we hungry. And we steady peeking at your food. Stomach hurting. Like we got PMS and rude. With even less to lose. Ain't sleep, slept, or snooze. In the lead, never left. Then we suggest the rules. We back. Guess who's back for the spell again? Bringing a hell again. What they yelling at? What they spellin' is Try to move More real issues than a little bit And he killin' it, everybody feelin' it And he feelin' it Try to move You boys messin' with a tyrant Eyes on the paper, I'm the money green giant Y'all play the rules of the game, we defy it Start riots, fight hard to peak highest My crew ain't nothing to play, so don't try us Hustlers, we sell dreams, we don't buy it Block us from getting this money, we get defiant Scooge all about this math, y'all know the science For years I've been on this path with no guidance Linked up with EMC, my new alliance My crew the flyers, take over my new assignment Leader of the pack, who's next to be a client? Don't mix with the haters too well, I stay private Nothing nice to say, hate it and stay silent Blood, sweat, tears, guts in the glory This is EMC's true Hollywood story
what they spelling is Take your eyes to see what the pain won't take away 
My soul between the lines inside my journal Trapped in a pinch state of mind Joe paternal, external gratification Is not happiness, internal Interject, intellect, intercept Internet, a slave majority With 1% benefit Photoshop images, retouch Photography, pornography Sodomy, child labor, economy Put away your hope, same political Policies, 2010 Only minus the space odyssey It's gotta be a better way We pray to hit the lottery, we all need a the rapist For the robbery of our God, an official public apology An angel plotted to have organized confusion You fell for the delusion, I'll expose the movement, illusion It doesn't take your eyes to see what the pain won't take away When they take that fear away By the grand illusion They're never gonna let you see Cause if they did, we'd all be free We're caught up in the mass confusion Confused by the grand illusion Political incumbents, rhetoric redundant Pundits, you was fit to control emotions, so I'm done with I reveal the force field for nonsense in my circumference While we waste resources in abundance 17,000 times a day, the human eye blinks Making us even more subjectable to the hijinks Home alone in my iPad, iPhone, I think One world currency doesn't matter where I bank There is no pot of gold at the end of a mythical rainbow We're uneducated contestants, life is the game show The president is the host, the results are painful The judges weave a web in which we all get tangled Their only contribution to the world is a delusion Which has no physical power, I offer you a solution Pharaoh marched to answer them for translucent Lyrical revolution, I'll expose the movement Illusion
Say that, then say that. 
MC means mic control, so give me the mic to hold. About to turn up, give me something nice to roll. Blow it in the air like a shotgun salute. You work to stop the violence, but my get with the shoot. Too worried about the loot. My you've been duped. Took my kindness for weakness. Your people got you suit. It's Leo in the loot. Steady puffin' suit. Can say they ball and be more than hoops. When it's time to fly, spread my wings like troop. It's a war of attrition. You just a new recruit. We bring the boom back. You just bought a flute. Your homie bought a loot. Y'all look so cute. We flip 2.5 seconds on the SB loop. Something for the trailer park and something for the stoop. Smoking Afghan is the bomb like Beirut is. Hakeem Green with Blue Dream on a scoop. What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? Say that. Say that. What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? Say that, then say that, yo. Speak your mind, but before tweak your rhyme, cause rappers don't be saying shit. Pantomime, I'm deep like Einstein, catch me wearing eyeline. Have to go back to the basics, I'm ahead of my time. Seeking you shall find, what's right in front of your face. Why be mad at Rick Raw, sweeping since Mace? Y'all sweet like tasty cakes and bitch up like Lil Debbie. Yeah, I smoke the sour, sometimes mix it with the Reggie. About to blow with the flow like someone cracked the levee. Got lines real heavy, I'm serious like steady. We Tim's with a hoodie, y'all skinny jeans with a teddy. You must be out your mind, delirious like Eddie. Flow like Curtis, smoke a rock without the steady. Shout to Frosty Freeze, it's crazy, hope you're ready. Kitty Parker with the medley, Hakeem with the deadly. Spit game, something lethal, I'm a nightmare like Freddy. What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? Say that. Say that. What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? Say that. Say that. This is street tested, OG respected. Rewind each line, study and dissected. Elected and selected. No punches and no edits. Got my masters from a teacher, not the king of a record. One, two, might check it. Who wanna catch it? You'll get bumped like Darrell Revis. Intercepted. I don't rock the mic, I wreck it. Don't make me snap, I got the power like it's getting kinda hectic. I got the green, I keep that thin and bulk. Up your team. We got a Hulk, claim they pitch, but they balk, that is a snitch, tell me how he walk, bad boys moving silence, bad bitch, they love to talk, the only time I flip birds is the eagle or the hawk, I'm a G with the rap on the streets of New York, plus some Lux with the polo, you can get this work. What you got to say, Hawk, what you got to say, what you got to say, Hawk, what you got to say, what you got to say, Hawk, what you got to say, say that shit. Say that. What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? What you got to say, Hawk? What you got to say? Say that. Then say that. The hottest DJ Fusion.
Pelo contrário, pretendente, estou boi na minha cama Festejando meu aniversário, mas se a festa 
Gente, é Carol com K. Manda outro balde pra cá. Entende? Mateu vim capinaça. Produção é só o V. Moletão capuz da salve. Faz geral querer se envolver. Esse é o rap esquerda vou ver. Oh, 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 oh. Bomba tá pro lado, irmão. Oh, oh, se esse som bem alto aí, né?
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. I mean, it is, it is easy for me to put on a show and be cocky yeah. and be flooded with a cocky feeling and then feel like pretty cool and all that. Or I can f- make all kinds of phony things, you see what I mean? Blind about it. Or I can show you some f- really fancy movement. To express oneself honestly, not lying to myself, and to express myself honestly, that, my friend, is very hard to do. And you have to train, you have to keep your reflexes so that when you want it, it's there. So styles tends to uh, 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 not only separate men, you know, because they have their own doctrines, and then the doctrine became the gospel truth, you know, that you cannot change, you know. and. But if you do not have styles, if you just say, well, here, here I am, you know, as, as a human being, how can I express myself totally and completely? Now, that way, you won't create a style, because style is a crystallization, you know, and in that way, it's a process of continuing growth. You, you, you know what I want to think of myself? As a human being, because... I mean, I don't want it to sound like, you know, as Confucius, hey, but under the sky, under the heaven, man, there is but one family. It just so happened, man, that people are different. If you do hear people talking about you, pay it no mind. Give it no attention. It's a distraction. Instead of getting upset, instead of feeling badly about yourself, remember, they don't talk about ordinary people. They talk about exceptional people. They wouldn't be talking about you. Unless you were a cut above. The word edify is where we get the word edify. Meaning trying to discredit you. This is saying if you're going to stay in power, if you're going to enjoy your life, I've learned you have to build up these lies to where you don't allow it will stir negative. Some people won't like the worry simply what somebody said the frustration into your It's not about you, it's about the thing. Because isn't art a shared experience? Isn't the excellence of art? dependent on a reaction from the outside to someone's work? Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking, and don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. And like any great relationship, it just gets better and better as the years roll on. That's the easiest thing on earth, is to come up with an idea. Then the second thing is, the hardest thing on earth is to put it down. I simply walk into my study, I sit down, and I bleed. I've looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I am about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. I do think that traveling over interstellar distances is a fascinating way to live. I, I often do it myself. The things you see, Hans, the alien creatures you meet, the weird situations you get into. You are speaking of outer space. No, it's inner space. Because no matter how far mankind travels out toward the stars, you'll find greater distances, more beautiful sights, and more frightening creatures inside his own mind. The world and everything in it. Hunger, poverty, the anguish of the human race, the desperate sense of self-destruction that we entertain all the time, the deep, pervading gloom that comes with our inability to cope. Of course you're going to over-concern yourself with issues. It's right that you should do so. 
and it's expected this year, next year, but not three years from now. But sometimes we're getting too much information. We like the juicy details. It feeds our flesh, but it poisons our spirit. A man said to me a while back, I heard so-and-so was talking about you. He said that, and I stopped him right there. I said, you know what? I don't really want to hear it. It's not going to benefit me in any way to hear the negative details. I put some walls up. I'm going to guard my heart. I need my emotional energy for my assignment to fulfill my destiny. I'm not going to let that poison in. You don't speak much, do you? Dr. Frink once told me that there are two types of men who don't usually have a lot to say. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Fusebox Radio. Yo, the nappy grand is in the building.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the chocolate room.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
you, you spoke a couple times about classes, middle class, and yes, the because the class realize eh? yeah. them really dividing classes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and it's true. Them, them try to divide in classes where you don't know how to do it. Guys, wickedness, you can't divide the people. You can you divide the people. And some of them are four foot. Yeah. Listen, Bob, we, we run out of time, but I'd just like to ask you if you have any sort of hope in the country, Jamaica, right now. You're a guy who's getting all right in your field, you know, in singing. Hope in the country. Yeah. Well, yes, Jamaica is a nice, great place now. really love Jamaica now because we have plenty of stone land in Jamaica and plenty of hills. But I think we really need a direction. Not a big old signing up this and signing up that, but a direction in your own country where one, one to the earth. I mean, we have to steal the soil and plant that the seeds in the soil, you know, and you know, call for slavery for do that. Well, at least. You just call for understand. You have, understand you have <laughs> right, and you have made that start because you said you are a farmer. I'm not a farmer, yes, if I'm creation. <laughs> okay, Bob Molly, it's been a great pleasure talking with you. Said I tried to find the answer to all the questions they asked, but I know it's impossible. To go living through my past can't keep us down. There's a natural mystic flowing through the air. I won't tell no lie. Cause if you listen carefully now, Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
when love created I Look how many prophets tried To open our eyes You can't fool me Slavery. I see them hiding the chains and still beating us daily. And now we mentally poison to fight with black skin. And a bleaching at the ending, far out and far in. Sin, you tell me it's not about color, still you refuse to take the images out your books. That's not how we look, Kush. Don't take offense when we show black power. It carries us through. We've been abused. Put yourself in my shoes. Cannot take me up a paradise in the sky. Cause that's a lie. Don't tell me I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. When love created I. Look how many prophets tried to open our eyes. You can't fool me. Cut them away, cut them away, cut them away.
Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Join us next time. Good night.